Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Italy-based pianist Roberto Magris and owner of J-Mood Records, Paul Collins, on the 2023 CD called High Quo. We spent some quality time talking about this project that has been in the can for some time, originally recorded on November 3rd, 2012 at Chapman Recording Studios in Lenexa, Kansas. This recording is now seeing the light of day. Roberto again uses his jazz prowess to bring in some of the finest talent in the Kansas City jazz pool. From the likes of saxophonists Matt Otto and veteran Jim Mayer, trombonist Jason Godot, and drummer Brian Stever. We cover Surviving COVID, this new album, live shows, upcoming projects, and so much more. Okay. Hey, great to see you guys. Thank you for taking a minute to talk about this brand new project. Uh, Roberto, you're a regular on Neon Jazz. So uh, where are you you guys coming out of? So I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, you're in Kansas. Okay, right on. Yes, I am in Trieste right now, Italy. Okay, right on. Well, great. Um, so yeah, Paul, we're local. We're we're uh, I'm in Grandview, so we're right here. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm north of the river, so I'm close to the airport. Okay, right on. Well, hey, I, I, before we get into everything here, I think the one thing the last time Roberto and I talked, there was a lot going on with COVID. It was a scary time, and now we're coming out of it. You have a new album. How does it feel? How did you get through the pandemic period? And how does this album release feel? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the, in the last three years was really a mess because uh, I had to remain in, in Europe because it was too complicated to cross the borders. And also I had to reduce nearly being standby with, with my activity because each European country had his own rules about crossing the borders. So it was very complicated to to uh, organize uh, a, a regular cancer activity. So at last, this year, I have restarted fully with, with, uh, with concerts and, and, uh, and festivals. And also, it was time to, to come out with this new CD. To tell the truth, we never stopped releasing CDs, also during the COVID period. Uh, so also last year and the, the year before, we had something new out. And uh, But this year, uh, we... We we brought out from uh, our shelves some recordings that we made eleven years ago, and uh, now we are out with this high quote new CD. I had it. It took me a minute. I was like, "Hold on a second, that was recorded a long time ago." <laughs> so, yes. So, what? Talk to me. That's that's interesting in itself. Talk to me about how it took so long for this to actually come to become a reality. Well, maybe you can answer. Well, um, in the meantime, we had, you know, other projects that we were uh, releasing. And um, and so even though we had that in our uh, catalog, we uh, decided to release some other, uh, some other projects, but um you know, we we always try to mix it up whether we're going to release a, a quintet, a trio, quartet, or octet. We we always try to mix it up so our fans can you know really enjoy the full palette of, of music that we uh, present. And so it was just time to uh, release high quote because we had released you know other formats before. The beauty of this album is. You know, it was recorded quite a while back, but everybody on here is a stellar Kansas City player. You got Matt Otto, Jim Mayer, Jason Godot, 
You got um, Ariana's on here, Brian Stever, uh, Pablo Sanhueza. There's so many names on this. What a power lineup of Kansas City talent. Yeah, and um, uh, these guys, as you say, and and uh, young lady, uh, were great musicians, and um, I, I've, I've been very familiar with them from my connection to the jazz community at UMKC and around town, and and so uh, we're all uh, good friends. And I knew that they were good musicians, and um, just trying to find uh, some of the best talent in Kansas City. That's not all of the talent that we have in Kansas City, as right. you know, Joe, because there's quite a few uh, musicians that uh, play very well, but this just happened to be our team for this particular project. And so I'm I'm very happy that we were able to assemble them all. I mean, it's like seven or eight or nine of these cats plus uh, recording engineer and uh, the studio and all. So uh, I'm just so happy that we were able to get them all together. So Roberto, how did, how did it feel to play with, this level of talent to see this come out, you know, a decade plus later. Yeah, it's interesting to 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 read how the some careers uh, have boosted in in the meantime, especially Brian Stever or other musicians from Kansas City really have has have grown very much in in the meantime. So that's beautiful to 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 have recorded and to, to have played with them when they still were at the at the beginning. That's very nice for me. On the other side, I, 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 I think that this music is still very fresh. It sounds like we recorded a couple of weeks ago to, to me. And so it's old recording, but new music, also because it's based mainly on, on a new composition that I had never recorded before. And so everything sounds sounds fresh to me. That's interesting because there is a timeless quality that goes into it. So I'm curious, from your ear standpoint as a musician, do you notice big differences in the way that you approach music now versus the way you did in 2012? Yeah, of course, uh, we all, all every day we learn something, and uh, every day we. We, we we grow. That's normal because uh, we are in the reality, in the society, and everything happens in the world affects or helps our music in, in a way or in another. So for sure, now I, I sound a little different, but uh, you know that's uh, that's musician life. So <laughs> it's it's a progression. Progression is is progressive. What we do. And so also many things happened in the meantime in the world. So the society has changed. So also our music changes in a way. So we are influenced every, every, every day from the things that happens out of our musical world. So you have all of these interesting Kansas City connections. I'm curious how you and Paul got together and how you keep this, this connection to Kansas City so alive. Well, uh, first of all, let me say, <clears throat> Roberto is an, uh, uh, an amazing musician, even better uh, composer, um, better yet, uh, a human being, a very um, a great human being. And so, um, like 2005, 2006, I was looking to expand more internationally. And, and so I, I just happened to be on the receiving end of some of 
Roberto Margarita's uh, uh, marketing uh, campaign. And so uh, I saw the potential there. Uh, once again, I wanted to expand further uh, internationally. I've already done some things locally and regionally, but, you know, it's time to do something, you know, bigger. And so uh, Roberto fit the bill. Uh, he's, he's a great composer. Um, I saw the potential in his music, and you know, when we were able to interact together, you know, it's like peanut butter and jelly. So, uh, and 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 when it comes to High Quote and some of these other projects, uh, Roberto's being very uh, modest because he's an amazing musician, and to me, his, his music uh, keeps growing. But he's also uh, the same; he hasn't lost anything. Sometimes the older the older you get. Uh, you know, you may lose something, but for him, um, it's it's like fine wine. He gets he gets better, you know, each time. Thank you, Paul. I would just add one thing: that he, many Euro, some European musicians, when they come to the United States, they normally use New York or <laughs> as a, as a point of departure, and I will be forever grateful to Paul because my career in the United States started from Kansas City and then really I feel very linked to this city is my is my I feel the Kansas City my home in about jazz and especially jazz in the United States so I think this is very important also to point out that as a European musician my experience in the in the in the US started and developed Thanks to Paul and, and Jay Mood Records from Kansas City. So, do you have any plans on? I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just going to add. Um, <clears throat> also, thanks to Roberto because um, Roberto had a, a, a habit and does have a habit of sending out emails, and so we just happened to be on the other end of an email uh, response that we got from Dr. Art Davis, and so that kind of launched everything too because he was looking to do some some different things with some young artists and we were looking for someone to take us under their wings you know and and help us um you know get where we were trying to go and 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 so um that relationship developed and and along with roberto's comment yeah it just it just helped us all grow um as human beings and and to grow this label and to kind of point us in the right direction and get us connected to some of the right people. So as we look in 2023 with everything opening up and and musicians releasing material, this is obviously kind of an archival new one. Are there any other recordings on the docket? Are you coming to America, Roberto, to perform <laughs> with any Kansas City musicians? What's going on? Paul, you are you have your hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, um Joe, we're always um, looking at our next project. It could be, you know, one or two years away. Uh, we've been in conversations, you know, trying to plan our next uh, studio uh, recording because, as you mentioned, we uh, were, were using some material that was in our catalog, still good material, but, you know, releasing some things in our catalog. And so we're just trying to get some things together. I can't reveal too much because I don't want our competition. Well, we really don't have competition, but I don't want um, to give too many people an edge on what we're trying to do. But we are working on another studio uh, project. So we're getting that together. It normally takes us about a year to 
pull all the pieces together. That way we're not rushed. Uh, you know, we can kind of relax and if we need to make some adjustments, we can do that. But to answer your question more specifically, yes, we do have uh, another studio uh, project planned for uh, 2024. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward because <laughs> after three years that I, I have been missing the United States and I'm meeting also Paul and the friends and the musicians personally, really, I am looking forward, even if we are talking about next year. So what are you hoping the listener gets from this new album, High Quote? I hope that they are catched by the sound. Maybe it's not uh, what we uh, think about avant-garde or very modern or, or um, you know, surprising sound. It's a sound from the tradition. It's an affirmation of... Of, the, of our roots in, in the tradition of jazz. So I hope that the young musicians can, can be catched by this sound and use this album to, 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 to dig more about the heroes and the masters that we had in our history. I'd like to add to that, Joe. Sure. Um, um, so there are a number of other artists that have released, like Optex, you know, um, you know, small big band units. And, you know, when I was thinking about this and trying to approach this, um, I, I thought about Jimmy He, you know, he had, he had a wealth of experience and, and I, I always dug the Philadelphia sound and he's somebody that I kind of looked up to because of our relationship with Tootie He. But anyway, um, you know, some of his, you know, music, consisted of small big bands and and so just trying to find some inspiration from what he did as one of my mentors was another target of mine so you know we're we're just trying to show our side of this octet you know but um kind of I was influenced by the things that Jimmy Heap did so if anyone wants to pick up a copy of High Quote or learn anything more about Roberto and what you're doing with your live shows and previous material, J Mood Records, where's the best place to go? Is that for me, uh, Roberto? That's for everybody in the room. Okay. For <laughs> so, yes, yes. So um, www.jmoodrecords.com. We have a store there that uh, someone can uh, pick up our uh, our products. I also started um, to release some information on Bandcamp. I know a lot of artists are using Bandcamp. Um, and so we're just trying to narrow down who controls our music so that we can get it to where we're trying to get it to and, and not get it in the wrong hands and not uh, benefit from our hard work. Yes, and also in our website, you can find also many videos and also free downloads. So... Everybody who likes to to investigate more can can find can get a a, a, a lively impression of, of what is our work and, and our targets in music. Roberto, Paul, thank you so much for taking time out today to talk about the project. I can't wait to get it on the show, and I can't wait to see you in Kansas City. So I'm going to keep my eyes open. 
Thank you, Joe, for taking the time to, to interview us. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Italy, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to both Roberto and Paul for their time, music, and story. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Jazz.